Welcome back to this week's episode of BMC. Thanks for supporting our shit show lives. And don't forget to follow us on social media for all the latest episodes. You can find us on Facebook by searching BMC. And you can find us on Instagram by searching at underscore Brooke and Mac underscore. Let's Let's get get started. Hey guys, this week we're going to be talking about our drunken stories. We had posted a poll on our Instagram and Facebook pages Um, And the vast majority of you want to hear about the drunken stories we have. And I'm going to preface this by saying 90% of these are about Brooke. She's the one that turns into a literal psycho when we go out anywhere. Something stupid and insane always happens. And somehow I'm always the one that has to deal with it. (laughs) Um, But we will save the parenting stories for probably next week, maybe a couple weeks out from now. We really don't have a game plan. We're just kind of going with it. Um, but we are just going to go ahead and get started. Um, so we had posted on Facebook the picture of us and we said, guess where we ended the night and nobody actually played along, which is bogus as fuck, but I really wanted someone to guess. So that night actually was a total, it was probably one of the funnest nights we've ever had together. Hands down. It was for a long time. It was hard to get Mac out of the house. (laughs) And so I finally, (laughs) she's not lying. We actually just come to her now. So it was really hard to get Mac out of the house. And one night I just, I really, really convinced her to go out. Like, we're going out this night. Mark it on your calendar. No one's getting their damn hair done that day but you. Like, (laughs) we are going out. And so that's exactly what we did. And we, Brooke had picked me up. And I think I actually made her promise that I wasn't going to be out super late because we had to make Christmas candy the next day with my grandma. Every year, Mac's family does Christmas candy. And we were straight up told that we were not to be late because Grandma Dolly knew we were going out. <laughs> she did. And if you're, I guarantee she's going to be listening to this because her and Bruce both, both voted that they wanted to hear drunken stories. We love you, Grandma Dolly. And I'm so <laughs> sorry for the time I showed up. <laughs> Hung over on my near deathbed to make Christmas candy. Scout's honor, I will never do it again. We both, what did we eat? We showed up with. I think it was McHugh's. Was wasn't it McHugh's? Like three hours late. Seriously, still, ha- still smelled like booze, hadn't showered, literally didn't, didn't go to bed until hair. like 7 a.m. Literally, it was. And then your mom got us villa and life was great. Literally. I'm pretty sure I laid on like grandma's like, back porch out. and like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, the answer to the question, where do we end the night? We ended at the strip club. Neoga strip club. The little schoolhouse. For people that are listening that are not from our area, the Neoga schoolhouse is an old, is it elementary school, right? An I old so. elementary school that's actually turned into a, a strip club. It has a bad rap around here, but I don't care what anyone says. I hold a gold membership for that place. <laughs> I pay $10 to get in, and it's bring your own beer. So you, like, bring your own beer. I can get me, like, a 25-pack or 25. 25. <laughs> are you sure these stories are about me if I don't even know what the hell comes in packs of beer? 24-pack. Oh and you can bring it there and drink all night, and you can hang out with all your friends. They're open until literally 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So all these people in these surrounding small towns – just pack up all their alcohol, pack up all their redneck friends, and they head out to the Dioga Strip Club. And that was that. And that's pretty much what we did. We started off the night. I think we went to the Moose yes. and hung out because Brooke used to bartend there. Um, so we hung out there with all of our old man friends and just called it good and reaped the benefits of free beer for it was like fun. three hours. I love my Moose men, though. They're wonderful. And then, where did we? I, I think, think we went to went Rookie. To... I think it was Rookie's. And then we ended our, like, me, we were at Rookie's the rest of the night. Yeah, I think we did. I think so. So, yeah, we went to Rookie's um, and we ran into some friends 
And our friends convinced us to a road trip with them to the Neoga Strip Club. <laughs> and this is where it this gets... This is my first time going. <laughs> I'd never been there before. It's totally not my scene whatsoever. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're already shit-faced. What can it hurt? Let's just fuck this night up a little bit more. So we show up and the guy at the door was being a total douchebag and was giving everybody a hard time and finally Brooke pushes her way to the front of the line and sweet talks all of us in to get up there and gives us gets all of us in with their little stupid ass card she has it's called a gold card to look it up if you've never had one stop paying 15 20 dollars <laughs> to get into the strip club you could pay 10 with your damn gold card thank you johnny thank you for that gold card the friends we were with were total tools at this point we failed to mention that one of the friends with us um (laughs) jesus i'm so sorry one of the friends with us um ended up showing up and i was like wow you know he's kind of cute well i was at that stage in my life where like i could date you but i could also date your dad and at this second and like a second of my life i was like dad so this guy's actually my mother's age um and he was cool, okay? Cool, but he's cool. cool we'll just, yeah. His son's a little fucker, though. I'll, yeah. tell, I'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got some, some stories for that. But, yeah, so judge me all you want. I don't care. We ended up making out, him and I did. The whole way home. Brooke is literally making out with a dude at the freaking counter. Like, waiting. we're waiting on beer. And about that time, the dude looks at the stripper and he's like, I just had my tongue down her throat and Brooke's literally looking at me like I need to get the fuck out of the situation immediately. He was so shit faced. He was like literally slobbering all over himself. The thing is, is I didn't even get out of the situation because then someone else that we knew comes up and say, hey, dude, I haven't seen you in a while. Is this your girl? I bought you guys um, a private strip club or strip. Excuse me. I brought you guys a private strip dance. <laughs> so then I got to go back there. And sit back there, me and him locked in arms while this dancer's dancing on us. And she leaves me out front with all the freaking horny ass dudes. I have to sit on the damn couches to wait for her. <laughs> Literally, it was the nastiest couch that I've probably ever fucking sat my ass on. And that's probably saying a lot. I don't care what, I still, I don't care what anyone says. I like to go to the Neoga Strip Club. It was honestly, I'll give you that. It was kind of fun, but... So then we finally leave. Like, we're like a bottle of crown apple deep. and Probably two. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think it was two. Plus the drinks at the bar. Stupid. Plus the moose was crazy. So we're drunk. So we finally leave. And on the way home, like, um, I I rode shotgun that way on the way home. No, I did. Did you? You I took did, the pictures were- that day. I got that wrong. So on the way there, I forgot to mention this part, I guess. Mackenzie's in the back seat. She's like, let's take a selfie. <laughs> and so they take a picture and he throws up the peace sign. <laughs> you have to tell him what you said. You said the best. I what did I? What are we in? Fifth grade? Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. He throws up the peace sign and I look at him and I, first of all, like Brooke said, he's like, what? 43, six, seven, I'm going to say five. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We're going to just round and we're going to say he's 45. He throws up the peace sign like he's in fucking fifth grade and I had to call him out for it. Like, literally, his son is our age. His son is our age. Speaking of his son, <laughs> Mackenzie didn't let go after that. Like, first of all, she freaking disses him for his peace sign and he's like, whoa, okay. And then she starts talking shit about his son. 
He was a douchebag. It's like, <laughs> he told him, I hated him in high school <laughs> because he told me I sounded like Fat Amy. I, even though I just sound like him, it doesn't matter. I was still fucking offended. Little bitch. Little, he was literally, sorry. I thought Whitney was going to kick his ass in English class. She's scary. I would have been scared. I literally thought she was going to whoop his ass. So on the way home this time, we're on the way home and, you know, he... He's that age, you know, one night stands our thing. And he's like, oh, you want to go home with me? You want to go home with me? And I'm like hyping him up, okay? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'll go home with you. Like, sure. I sure shit did not go home with him. <laughs> the whole time where I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was agreeing but not listening because I was too busy texting my side man saying, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be here at Rookies in approximately 20 minutes. Can you meet me there and uh, pick me and Mackenzie up? And guess what? And I'll be damned. He shows up as soon as we get there. The dude, the old dude, jumps out of the car. He's not old. I don't want to say he's that. Not I don't really want to old. hurt his He's feelings. actually not. He's old. good looking for an yeah, old dude. He's I'll not give him old. That. He's no. our parents' age, but Still. we just don't want to use names. So the older man gets out of the car and he's like, "Okay, are you ready?" And I'm like, "Nope." I you rip my shit, my charger from the freaking thing, grab all my shit. Bye, Mackenzie. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and sure enough, hopped in his freaking car and we were off. And that was that. And I think the old dude literally his feeling, his heart was crushed. He was banking on it. I know. He was totally banking on it. And I've actually done it because I've seen him after that and I've done it to him like six or seven times. We saw him out like what? Probably a month after we went out that yeah, time. Yeah, and again. And he was like buying you drinks and shit. Thanks for thanks for the liquor. Like, y'all are so great to me when you buy me alcohol. I ended up going home and Brooke and the dude she left with Left me the funniest voicemail. We'll actually clip it in right here. Hi, where the fuck are you? Answer your fucking phone. I can't say we're worried about you. We're worried about you. <laughs> Every time I hear the voicemail, it literally makes me laugh so hard because I know exactly how shit showish of a night that it actually was. And you can tell how drunk Brooke is, by the way, that she's laughing in the background. And the best part is, I don't even remember leaving that voicemail. I woke up the next day. Mackenzie's like, why did you call me 640,000 times? I need to add here that I text Mackenzie 60 times in a row, approximately every minute of the day. And then if she doesn't text me back in a five-minute span, I send out a SWAT team. That is one. She'll actually, she'll check my life 360. And then if I'm still in the same place, then she'll continue to text me and ask me where the fuck I'm at. Yeah, I can tell. Or tell my mom. That too. But anyway, so, um, yeah, we leave her that crazy voicemail. And then the next morning, I had to walk a shame out of the house. So that picture you actually seen of our before and after on our Facebook page and our Instagram, that is actually that next morning. Crazy haired, still in the same clothes I wore the night before, wondering what the fuck was going on and how I got there. But we had so much fun, really. We did. And the stories are night. awesome to tell. Yep. They make for good memories. It was such a good night, for sure. So we can't act like that it ends there. Um, like I said earlier, half of the stories are about Brooke. She's the one. And let me tell you, she is not very nice when she gets drunk. Sometimes, um, there was one time that we were actually at, I think it was the castle, right? Which, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. It was at the castle and we'll get into this in another night, but I have one DUI. Um, so I'm very cautious about drinking and driving, doing anything wrong, because if you get two DUIs, it's just no good. So I did not, Brooke was insisting that I take a beer out of the bar and I thought we were leaving and I thought she meant to take it in the car. So I said, no, like, I'm not taking your fucking beer. Like, leave it here, Brooke. I'm not doing it. And she was shit faced. I was like somewhat with it still. And she had been long gone for hours at this point. And she literally looks me straight in the <laughs> eyes and she says, Mackenzie, 
quit being a fucking baby back bitch. And ever since that day, literally, she is so fucking mean. Like, who calls their best friend a baby back bitch? I apologize the next day. I didn't even hardly... God, you guys are going to think... I, I, oh, Lord. I black out a lot. I have a it problem. Was, I don't drink like that anymore. It was like six beers deep and Brooke was already calling people names. Some That's, people just make me mad. The thing is I have a hard time keeping my feelings in. I'm blunt. Anyone that knows her knows how fucking accurate that statement is. Seriously. I just, I can't help myself. Nope. And then one other night we were out with our friend Mariah. Hey Mariah, if you're listening. And um, it was Brooke's dad's birthday and she was so shit faced and she was crying about him almost turning 50 and how he was going to die soon. And it was honestly fucking ridiculous. Fun fact, actually, my dad told me he was 49 that year. So I was tequila wasted and so sad because I don't want my dad to get old. We can't use his real name because he's going to sue me if I do. Um, so my dad um, t- comes to me this year. and I'm like, Dad, you're going to be 50 this year, right? You know, he just had his birthday. Oh, no, I was wrong last year. So I cried for nothing. That means that Tito is getting old as fuck for real. <laughs> but anyways, the same night we were trying to leave. And like I said, Brooke was fucking tequila wasted, crying about dumb shit. And me and Mariah and Brooke's boyfriend were trying to get her in the fucking car because she was literally just, like, being completely uncooperative. Completely. And she sits her ass down right in the middle of the triple nickel parking lot. And she's like, you guys, I'm not fucking leaving. Nobody's (laughs) driving me home. I'm going to drive myself. Keep in mind, she'd been shooting tequila for fucking four hours straight. I'm driving myself. Nobody else is driving me. And Colton's like, okay, what like you're being fucking annoying just get in the car shut the fuck up my dad was even like shut up and get in the fucking car and brooke looks at me and mariah and she says you guys are just fucking ridiculous and mariah says okay great get the car and she did she got in the car and just shut her fucking ass up while they took me home i was still mad the next day i remember that day but that's when we came up with the alter ego named betty yeah um like we said on my last episode i think we mentioned it a little bit but when i get pretty drunk um i just start acting crazy so we call my alter ego betty george if you're listening i knew you were here for this you're here for all the betty stories and we actually um have some betty stories for you so brooke's alter ego betty actually has she's normally a shit show but sometimes she's actually pretty fun so the night of brooke's birthday it was the first night that i actually um hung out with my boyfriend now and brooke would kind of set us up and kind of like set the whole thing up finally i know damn about time but um so we were i think we were at the vfw and we ended up getting fucking shit faced and brooke we were at dom soul and you know how the margaritas are there I drank um, way too many margaritas. I was drunk by the time we left on Seoul. So we get to the VFW, drink a few beers, whatever. And that's um, then whenever we left there, we finally got everybody to like meet there. So we had our whole crew and we were going to the castle. So on the way, we stopped by the gas station for Brooke to get fucking Funyuns because her eyes were like rolling in the back of her head. I needed some food to soak up the alcohol. Okay? She was stumbling all around whole nine yards. We get into the gas station too. And I'm like... Wait, why did I come here? Oh, yeah. And I'm just buying, like, anything that I think looks good. Colton is freaking out. He's like, no. I finally just get with my Funyuns. And then we get behind this guy in line. And I'm, like, wanting to pay for his stuff. Like, he didn't have enough change on him. I'm like, let me pay, honey. Let me pay. <laughs> Colton's like, shut the fuck up and go get in the car. He wanted me, like, to get out of there. And I was just not leaving without my motherfucking Funyuns. 
So we show up to the castle and Brooke instantly is like, I have to pee. So I'm like, she's like, come pee with me. You know how it is when you're drunk and you're a girl, you have like 14 friends in the fucking bathroom with you and you're, you know, whatever. So Brooke's peeing, whatever. And she's sitting on the toilet and she's like, I love you so much. Has real, <laughs> real tears. You guys. guys, I don't even, this is funny because like this part of the story, I really like, I full blown do not remember and I really, really wish we saw that video of me. Seriously. So Brooke's like fucking sobbing. Me and Mariah are like crying laughing about it because she's honestly being so fucking ridiculous. I'm literally about to pee my pants because I had to pee before her. But since she was drunk, I figured I'd be nice and let her go. And Brooke's sitting there and she's just like, like I said, she's crying, crying, crying. And finally she's like, okay, she stands up, whatever. And you guys, I shit you not. <laughs> She has a five foot long piece of toilet paper sticking out of her fucking ass crack. She's like try like walking around trying to be serious. Me and Mariah are fucking sobbing. I didn't know it was there, and then I seen it was there, and I was just so confused. She literally says, "How did that get there?" In her stupid ass drunk voice. It was so. F- I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll have to find it and blur out her butt. That'd be a good one to post on the page. Oh, okay. And Let's then, make the profile picture. Literally. And then by the end of the night, um, Brooke was so drunk. We ended up, I think it was Spanky's? Yeah, I think so. But before we went to Spanky's, my drunk ass. So when we first actually got to the castle, I am walking and I see someone that I just am not a fan of. They have a company and they just did me really wrong. And I'm a grudge holder. So we I covered see, that in the first episode. Yeah, so I see him, and um, I was like, oh, what's your name? Because I, I just knew that was him, and I, I'm like, oh. She's trying to find a reason to pick a fight. Oh, I so was. So little do you know, or little did I know, I guess, not you. Little did I know that his wife has a daughter that goes to the same gym as my daughter. She was familiar. I've seen her. Um, our kids are actually in where well, they were in the same exact class. So I'm super when I'm drinking, I'm like, I know I'm crazy, but I'm also kind of friendly too. like I just talk to everyone. I talk to everyone as it is. But when I'm drunk, like I just I really talk to everyone and I go outside to smoke and she's out there. So me just being the nice person that I am, I'm like, oh, hi, our kids go blah, blah, blah. And like, we're just talking and talking. And then I vaguely remember telling her that her husband was a piece of shit and she was too pretty to be with him and all kinds of stuff. The last thing I remember was Mackenzie saying, I'm so sorry about my friend. Get your fucking ass in here. And we were out that bitch. We were out to get some hardies. This is the best. So we leave and I'm like, wow, those Funyuns weren't filling me enough. Like, let's go to Hardee's. So we drive to Hardee's and we get there. We order our food and I like fell asleep. Like I really remember ordering hardly and I fell asleep and woke up in the drive through line window waiting to get our food. She instantly starts talking about the fucking trick and strip she ordered and how she wants extra ranch. And she's like she said earlier, she's always wants to talk to somebody. She's friendly as fuck. So she gets up to the window and Colton's like pissed off like ready to be just fucking done with both of us because we're both acting like idiots and she gets up to the window and the lady's like do you guys want any sauces and brooke's like i want like four sides of ranch and colton like rolls his eyes at the lady like oh my god whatever so annoying and then (laughs) brooke's like 
I'm going to leave a review. I love you, Jenny. Jenny, you're wonderful. Jenny, if you're listening, Brooke still loves you. You deserve a raise, and I would like to know who your corporate boss is because, ma'am, you deserve $12 an hour. And let me just read you the review she left on Hardee's. Um, it says, Brooke Ann Davis recommends Hardee's nine months ago. Ginny gave me the ranch that I wanted. Thank you, and please give her a raise. <laughs> <laughs> So if you guys go on Facebook and you search Hardee's, okay, I'm going to help plan. Jenny. Her name's Jenny, right? I'm going to help Jenny. Okay, yep. you guys go to Hardee's and you go to the Mattoon location and you go and you find my review on like the second one there, okay? And you comment and you say that Jenny deserves that raise. She gave me my ranch that I wanted. She deserves a raise. She was sweet. I'll give her that. She was wonderful. So... As Betty has her good nights, Betty also has some worse nights. You want to tell is, them? This is one of the stupidest stories. One of the stupidest things that Brooke has ever fucking done. But it makes me laugh so hard every time. Should I start and let them know what led up to the craziness at Probably. your house? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to say here that um, for people that don't know, I have severe anxiety. I take it. This is the reason I acted. This is why I acted like this. I have to disclose this information because this is the most embarrassing story of me. So yeah, I have severe anxiety. I started a new medication at the time and I had never drank on it before. And I decided that I was going to go out. My dad and I, um, like I said, him and I spent a lot of time together. Me and him pre-gamed while Colton went and did something else. And we got you know, pretty, pretty tipsy at Spanky's. We just hung out there and I was like, oh shit, I forgot to take my anxiety medication today. So we run by the house before we head out to go to our cola and I take my anxiety medication. We make it to our cola. The thing is I had already been drinking. So I literally went from like Brooke to Betty in 2.5 and I was nuts. We got trashed at the bar. I mean, trashed. And for some reason, a flip or a flip, Jesus criminy. For some reason, a switch flipped in me and I just went freaking nuts. We get into Colton's truck. I'm like beating the shit out of his poor dash. Like I woke up the next day with like bruises and swollen hands. Like what in the Lord? And I am forcing him to take me to Mackenzie's house as I'm like downing a bottle of peanut butter whiskey and poor Colton's best friend is sitting in the back seat and my dad's saying, pull the handle, just let her fly out. She'll shut up then. <laughs> like why the hell did no one do that? So Colton actually calls me on the way pissed off. He's like, I'm bringing Brooke to your fucking house. I have had it. I am done with her Mackenzie. And I'm like, listen, man, like I'm trying to have a good night. Like if she's too fucked up, like, I don't really want to have to deal with it. He's like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm like, what the fuck ever? Bring her over. It can't be that bad, right? I insisted on coming here anyway. So regardless whether she wants to admit it or not, she was stuck with me because I just walk in here. And you guys, she shows up covered in fucking puke with pee to her knees. Literally pee. She walks in the door like a raging fucking bull, swings the door open like she owns the place. The thing is, is on the way here, I drank so much liquor that I got myself sick. I was just having a night and I threw up. And all you women that have had children, I don't care what my dad and Colton say. All you women that have children know you sneeze, you cough, you puke too hard. The pee comes out (laughs) when you're drinking a bottle of liquor and you puke out the window. Oh, the pee comes out. Literally, you guys. So she instantly walks in the door and she's like, I don't even know what to do. I peed my pants. Please help me. So I'm like, oh my God, get your stupid ass in the motherfucking bathroom. I am not dealing with you. 
So she gets in the bathroom. I sit her down, get her some water, wipe her face off. And I'm like, sit there, take your pants off. I am going to go get you some fresh pants <sighs> because you literally have piss all over yours. You guys, I was gone for like two minutes. Maybe I'm going to be gracious here and give you two minutes, but I think it was probably more like one minute. Oh, this is awkward. It's about to get bad guys. And I went, Colton's in the living room with his best friend. Colton's pissed the fuck off. Arms crossed, sitting on the couch, wants to talk to no one. And his poor best friend is sitting there awkward as fuck. Doesn't know anybody else in the house except for Colton. Not a single soul. And he just had to deal with all this Brooks bullshit. So I go in my bathroom, or go in my bedroom, I'm sorry, get her some pants. You guys, I come back. (laughs) And she is literally naked from the waist down, laying on my toilet... Like, I can't, if you knew where I, like, you knew how my bathroom was set up, I would be, be able to explain it better. But her head is basically <laughs> in my bathtub. Her lower back is on the toilet. She's, like, planking. Imagine her literally. planking face up on the toilet. Butt-ass naked. Butt-ass naked. And literally, her legs are straight up in the air. You guys, I cannot even hold that position sober. And Brooke's been, like, two bottles of screwball deep. And she's holding it like a champ. Her body is stiff. She is tight. I walk in and she's literally screaming, dad, dad. And I'm like, your dad does not want to see what I just saw because I saw your insides and your outsides, Brooke fucking Davis. It's my best friend, y'all. Literally. So she's fuck. So I have to wrangle her off the fucking toilet. I'm like crying, laughing at this point. Can't figure out like what is actually even <laughs> fucking happening. I need to. I need to get Mac video cameras oh for Insider God. House. We need GoPros. GoPros. Let's strap them to our foreheads. I swear that's my favorite. Just strap, strap it to Seriously. our forehead. So, anyways, I get her off the fucking toilet. Get her pants on her. Trying to figure out what the hell she's even doing. And then she just like casually walks out of the bathroom as if she didn't just like basically crashed the whole party with pee pants and pee care i walk i vaguely remember walking into the kitchen i like poked my head i wish i could like like i'm picturing this but no one else is gonna picture it the way i do so but i like poked my head out the corner and i'm like oh there's people here (laughs) i didn't realize hi friends wasn't like 15 cars in the driveway i was drunk and thought Oh, it's fine. I, honest to God, did not realize anyone else was there until I looked around the corner. Thankfully, those were some of my really good friends, too. But what in the mother of all things holy was I doing? I finally convinced Colton to take her home because, no offense, but she wasn't fucking staying here. (laughs) I wouldn't let me stay there either. It's fine. And I finally convinced him to take her home. And he takes... Um, her dad with him too, but he leaves his poor friend here. And I'm like, what? I like, I don't even know this guy. I've met him. I don't even think I met him before. We're friendly though. Like we like to have fun and we invite anyone in, but he just, he didn't know anyone. And like, you know how it is. You're at this house. First of all, you just dealt with fucking Betty Literally. for the last five hours. Like bless your heart. I owe you big time. I'm pretty sure I apologized to him for like a week straight. And I still apologize every time I get drunk to this day rightfully so Brooke. rightfully so i do i did wake up the next day though and i was like what the fuck's going on i made all my apologies and since then oh we forgot the best part oh when you fucking assaulted me in the front yard oh i did we did okay so we're getting ready brooke's leaving whatever (laughs) colton i finally convinced him to take her home whatever Ryland's like, I'll help you get her out to the car, dude, because Colton had fucking had it, you guys. I've ne- Colton normally doesn't get very worked up about things, but man, he was fucking worked up. And Ryland's like, I'll help you get her to the car. So Ryland 
like walks her down my stairs and has his arm like around her shoulder and Brooke literally turns her fucking head and bites Rylan on the fucking hand. And he's like, if you if you bite me again, I will let you fucking fall. And Brooke's like, do it. I fucking dare you. Acting literally insane. I forgot. Oh my god. I literally had a mark on him the next morning. I forgot I even I seriously forgot I even bit Ryland's hand. Like stupid. Like I just nod on that bitch. Literally. So finally Why is he still my friend? We wrangle her stupid ass into the fucking vehicle. It's like Colton's truck isn't big, but even like getting her up in there was like a fucking workout for everyone involved because she's like fighting it. She doesn't want to get in the car. So finally, I like put my leg up on the little foot stand to like get into the truck. And I look at her and I'm like, look at me right now. I said, you need to shut your fucking mouth and not say one more word because you've already dug yourself so far in a hole, Brooke. You're going to wake up and be so mad at yourself tomorrow. Just shut the fuck up. But she looks me straight in the face and she asked me for a fucking cigarette. And I'm like, okay, thanks for ignoring me, but what the fuck ever. So I get her a cigarette. She literally spits the burning cigarette back fucking at me. Literally, it, like, hits me in the shirt. So, it pissed me off. So, I put my, like, my foot's up on the little foot stand. And she looks at me and she's like, you're being a fucking bitch. (laughs) Grabs the handle of the fucking truck door and slams my leg into it as hard as she can. You guys know what I say? I thought I was going to fucking die in the front yard because of, like, my leg hurt so bad. It was stuck. Literally stuck in the door. I had, like, a fucking two-inch raised bump on my leg. I thought it was a blood clot. You can't see me, but I'm gonna cry. I'm fucking texting her, like, daily. If I have a fucking blood clot in my leg, Brooke Davis, you are fucking paying for this, not me. It was a bruise so bad. I will say... I felt like a huge dick. I have a picture of that, too. We're fucking messing that shit out. What if, like, they tried to arrest me for assault? Good. <laughs> we both had mugshots. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about getting in trouble just so I can have a mugshot so we can make a shirt with our mugshots on them. Pretty good merch, you guys. Just it wouldn't saying. be as good as mine. I'm just going to be cocky and say it. Oh, whatever. Yours was. Yours was a bad bitch. Okay, we don't want to ruin that one. That's for a different no. time. Yeah, so I wake up the next day and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I give all my apologies, like I said, to all my friends and family, and everything is good now. I still apologize to Harley. It is what it is, but we're fine now, right? We've moved past it, and since that day, I have not gotten drunk since. I've not. I've learned my lesson. That's all it took. One shit show night for me to basically low-key write everyone off, and here we are. So, glad that we're still friends. Glad that uh, you don't take anything I say to heart. No, nope. yeah. not yet. And it is what it is. We're done. We're moving past it. Um, but while we're sitting here, Mac, let me see that leg there. Do you still have a bruise or anything? It's pretty big. You busted some blood vessels whenever you um, slammed my fucking leg in the door. And that was a little while ago, too. And she still has a mark. So, yeah, Mackenzie has told enough stories about me in my crazy life. Let's talk about her and some of her drunk stories. One night, we went out with a group of friends, and one of our other friends had their cousin in town. So they were like, hey, can we tag along? Sure, why not? The more the merrier. We like to have fun. So we go bar hopping all night, and we get pretty drunk, and we end the night over at one of our friend's house, and it's the friend that had the cousin in town. So there's a group of us. We're all hanging out. Well, we get there, and we're missing two of our friends. We're like, okay. They're so gone. Yeah, no we're like, okay, found. can't get a hold of them. Like, where did our friends go? And we finally get a hold of them, and they're at Hardee's. And me, we all know apparently I like to eat when I'm drunk. So I'm like, fuck yeah, Hardee's. That's my shit. Five stars, Jenny. <laughs> like, can I get some chicken? 
So my friend's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll get you some chicken. She honestly should not have even been driving. I did not realize she should not have been driving until this happened. She gets there after we spend about 25 minutes explaining how to get there. Brooke's pissed. I'm annoyed. I love her, but I was annoyed. She parks in, like, the neighbor's backyard. (laughs) And it's, like, snow on the ground, right? So she gets my chicken and everything, her food, our other friend's food, and they get out of the car, and she comes in, and I'm like, yo, like, yeah, I'm ready for my chicken. She can't find it. It's gone. And now I'm really pissed, because I'm tired, I'm drunk, and my chicken's gone. We cannot find it. So she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. She calls Hardee's, and she is like, do you guys have my chicken? (laughs) Yeah, my chicken, I left it there. And they're like, dude, like, we don't have your chicken. We're like, okay, whatever. So we let it go, we let it be. So I'm going to kind of jump forward and have to jump back. So stay with me here. We end up finding the chicken strips the next morning. She ended up staying at that friend's house. And the next morning, she gets in her car to leave out of the neighbor's backyard. And on the ground, next to her back driver tire, are my chicken. In the snow. Yeah, they're They've just like buried. And she she texts me. She's like, oh, hey, dude, I found your chicken. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest thing ever. And like... She, my that friend is just known for things like that and i i love it it's funny at the time i was mad but now it's hilarious so speaking of that friend she's a lightweight bless her heart we're at the friend's house drinking like i said bear with me i'm going back now we're at the friend's house drinking and she's so drunk she just passes out right on the floor not even with a pillow no blanket just straight up on the fucking carpet doesn't give a fuck does not and like she doesn't know the person that's house it is very well and it's not a big deal like we know that girl like she was cool it was not a big deal like she was okay with our friend staying the night there well her other friend was not okay with it she's like what the hell is this drunk bitch doing sleeping on the floor and i have to bring out my territorial instincts and i'm like oh really bitch she's sleeping there because she wants to what's the problem you don't live here I mean, we just, like, start, like, you can just feel the tension building up. So, Mackenzie's like, okay. Get the fuck out of the house. Yep, we gotta go. We've got to go. Which my mom was on her way to get us anyways. Thankfully, Max, like, I... all of us back off at our fucking designated locations. Yes, Mac was like, I had called her. She's already on the way because I had seen this was getting spooky. Let's go. So, she picks us up, and it gets even better. <laughs> so, I am seeing someone at the time... And it's one of those, like, we argue today, but tomorrow we like each other. And the next day we're fine. And then, you know, it's just done. We bicker all the time. So I'm calling him. And, I mean, I'm calling him over and over and over and it's like and probably, over. what, one in the morning, if two not in later. The I think it's when the bars were closed. It was, like, definitely, like, two or three. Yeah. So I'm just calling over and over. And I'm like, why the fuck are you not answering my phone? So I tell Max, Mom, I'm like, take me there. Take me to his house. I'm going to go there. And thankfully, um, I've known this person for a long time, so his parents weren't like, what the fuck is going on when I walked in. Um, but so I, I had my, take me there, take me there. It's fine. I'm just going to walk in. Take me. It's fine. Well, so, we knew better than to just leave. My mom's like, Brooke, like, whenever you get to the door, like, go and make sure everything's fine, and then come back and, like, wave me to go. So I go in, and I get there, and he's like, why the fuck have you called me 45 times, and why are you standing in front of me? I'm like, well, you didn't answer your phone, so here the fuck I am. And he's like, I'm playing my game. That's why I didn't answer. I mean, he was just grouchy. And I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. So instead of coming out to be like, okay, I'm good. Go ahead and go. No, I come out to get in the car. And I'm like, fuck him. Fuck him. Just leave. Just leave. I'm never going back there again. Just take me back to Max's house. I'll just sleep there. She's pissed, you guys. She, like, has tears in her eyes. She's so mad. 
So we take our other super drunk friend home, take her to her mom, get her all settled in, whatever. I get back in the vehicle and Brooke very shyly says, um, hey guys, <laughs> will you take me back? He said he's sorry. And my mom was like, Brooke, I will give you one more fucking chance. I will take you there one more time. But if he's a dick, if he's a dickhead to you again, I will turn around and we will just leave. You will not fucking go there. Brooke's like, okay, that's fine. So we finally take her stupid ass back and she goes inside and stays there. I did. I went inside and I stayed there and everything was well. So the next morning we get a text in this group chat we had going for everyone that went out that night. And one of the girls is like, hey, where did my cousin go? And instead of like the cousin responding or someone saying something, Mackenzie sends a picture of him right next to her. (laughs) That's where he went. It was a good night for all of us. We had a good time. It was. And then one of our friends, she did lose her wallet. Something crazy always goes on. And that wasn't the first time. Poor girl. Such a shit show all the time. Literally. So the next morning, um, the guy that I had stayed with, he took me to Mackenzie's Jeep to get it at the bar because I actually um, had her key in it. Or excuse me, I had her key in my purse whenever I had went inside his house. So I get in her car and I drive it and I drive to her house and we get inside and the, we get a text in the group chat again and they're like, hey, Spanky's. Like, sure, yeah, let's go to Spanky's for lunch. So me and Mackenzie get completely ready, ready to leave, and we can't find her Jeep key. Nowhere. It's Gone. like literally nowhere to be found. Like we search everywhere for a good like 20 minutes. We're like hungover as fuck, pissed off. All we want is some fucking Bloody Marys and greasy ass yes, food. Yes, seriously. So finally I'm just like, we'll look for it when we get back. I swear it's probably under some somehow within the 5 minute span I had managed to apparently drop the key and then I swore this car had pulled in and parked over it. So we finally we get in my car and at the time my car was being weird it was right uh-huh. before it shit out on me. So at the time, uh, my car's being weird, but I'm like, whatever, we'll take my car. We get there, and we come back, and lo and behold, the keys were underneath the car. We literally crawled on the ground, you guys. We had flashlights. Like, we were so close to, like, getting a fucking magnet trying to find this key. Like, it was gone. And I only have one Jeep key. I know we didn't really mention this much in the last story, but whenever we mentioned, or the last episode, whenever we moved Brooke out of her um, ex-husband's house... After she lassoed the Wi-Fi router around him, I went to start my car and (laughs) broke my key off in my ignition. So then we were stuck there. After this big fight, and she had just gotten her car too. Literally. And it like broke off and would not work. Uh Uh-uh. And I think I actually had my breathalyzer in the car at the time too. That's even funnier. So it was literally- triple the work. And it definitely was not going down. So anyways, we ended up finding the key, like she said, underneath a neighbor's car. How it got there, I have no fucking clue because it was in his driveway. Like, that wasn't even my driveway. I don't know why she was even walking over there. But we ended up get to Spanky's, whatever, had a great time. That was that. So speaking of going out with groups of friends, here lately we haven't been going out at all. We have kind of just been doing get together since COVID hit. None of us really hit the bars since that night. I acted like a raging fucking psycho. So we all come out and we celebrate Mac's birthday and we're at her house and we're having an awesome time. Like there's tons of us here. When we do get togethers, they're really, really fun. All of our good friends come. We have a, just a good time. And then it's like our friends, good friends. So like we all make new friends. Mm-hmm. So we have a friend, a guy and a girl. So the guy is actually um, from my hometown, so he was from, like, Ryland's side of the tracks. And then we've got a girl that was from Mac's side of the tracks. Uh Uh-huh. And we decide to hook them up. I mean, I guess 
we didn't really decide. They kind of just decided themselves. Yeah, it just kind of it just kind of works. So we were all just kind of going with it. They're totally gonna kill us when they hear this story. But I God, know, I'm you guys, sorry. it's so funny. So I ended up passing out at probably like one o'clock, and um, I wake up the next morning. I have a ring doorbell, so it like whenever there's movement in the front or backyard, it will like ding and it will tell me. And it was like probably, I don't know, it was like four, wasn't it? Five? No, it was almost seven o'clock. Oh, I didn't know it was that late. It was almost seven. It was like probably like six thirty, seven o'clock. And it's like, there is motion at your front door. And by that point, I was like kind of waking up or at least like less drunk so I could like recognize the sound. So I click on it and you guys, we had literally so much fucking video gold on the ring doorbell. So we, like I said, me, Rylan probably went to bed at like two or two thirty. My parents were up and stayed out there for a little bit longer. So I'm going to say from like three o'clock until seven o'clock in the morning, we have some of the funniest fucking ring doorbell videos that I have ever fucking seen. They're like all over each other. They're cringy as fuck. They're both wasted literally wasted it is the best i get a text from mac the next morning she's like you've got to see this shit i'm like oh my god i immediately send it to my friends and i'm like you are never going to fucking believe this and she texts me back and she's like i do not even want to click on that Mackenzie. literally and i wish we could share them with you guys but i don't think they would be okay with it yes but but seriously you guys they were all fucking over take our word for it it was golden just picture it it is great so funny so, so ooh, pinch poke yo me a poke <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> we did not plan that that was not scripted not at all well actually in case people didn't know we are not scripted Mm-mm. we're just going with it we hope for the best and you should hear our fucking bloopers maybe one day we'll put together a little clip of all the bloopers but seriously some of them are fucking funny especially this episode like the beginning of this episode we had to do like our own like take three <laughs> That is, um, what are they called? The film studio smacky smacker boards. <laughs> Where they're like, take one. You Literally. know, that was us, seriously. Okay, so I actually have to say something. This is kind of funny. This is a joke that McKenzie plays on me. Every time I come to McKenzie's house for a party, and it's only for parties, seriously, she does this dumbass thing because, you, you know, it's my best friend's house. I walk in this place like I own this bitch. I'm like, oh purse over here jacket over here but the problem i make is i leave my purse within mckenzie's view and so she just does whatever she wants to it on many occasions i have come home from a party at mckenzie's with a purse full of like random shit last time i had like a christmas tree cookie cutter i had a stuffed lemon (laughs) and olivia actually took a big old bite out of that thing she said mom i'm eating a lemon like no honey you're eating foam and that was a cute lemon, too. It was cute. Um, I think I got some magnets one time, which I kept those. I also kept the cookie cutter. I was... Oh, this is... I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but this is the best ever. Bullying cubes. Oh, yep. I'll have to post a picture. I have a picture of this one. She put bullying cubes. My freaking purse smelled like beef stew for like a month straight. Only because my mom was in here with me and I was trying to put... I was trying to fill Brooke's purse up with dog treats and my mom told me no because it would ruin it and it was a good purse. But I think crushed up dog treats would have been so much funnier than bullion cubes. And it is a nice purse, so I would have been, I would have laughed. Who am I kidding? I would have laughed. I'm actually, for the most part, I'm a pretty good sport. And every time I come over, I actually sometimes like want to sit stuff in her view to be like, 
oh, this candle smells really good. Can you accidentally stick this candle in my purse? Nope. I already she have things pre-planned. It's okay. It's all the shit that we get. You know, like the little stuff, like paper clips. Yeah, and it's like dumb shit though. Like Ryland. I hope she, you go. I hope you go to make beef stew or like beef and noodles, and you don't have bul- yeah bullying cubes. Jokes I kept on those. you. Jokes on you because when all these delivered my groceries, they accidentally brought me three chicken and three beef, like the containers, <laughs> not just the thing. Like the I had ordered like the cartons. But you know how if it's like, if they don't have it, replace it with this. And it replaced it with three fucking things of like 40 bullion cubes each. So I have like 120 bullion cubes in my cabinet. So that's why you got all those. Wow. There's science I actually, I kept them. You're welcome. I usually keep the stuff she gives me. She gives me some good stuff. Maybe it's not like useful to her, but it's definitely useful to me. You are fucking welcome, Brooke Davis. I am. I am very welcome. So here's another story about Mackenzie. Um. And this actually has to do with my wedding day. I like to act like I didn't have a wedding day, but whatever. So this has to do with my wedding day. And so on my wedding, it was kind of like we had sangria, we had some kegs, and then the rest of it was like bring your own beer if you wanted anything else. It was pretty laid back. And Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Describe laid back because your wedding (laughs) was nowhere near laid back. I seriously will never live this down. Mackenzie gets so mad because I had a rustic wedding and i forced everyone to sit on hay bales and if anybody knows brooke if this would have been six years ago she would have thrown a motherfucking fit i would have went instead of the wedding party versus sitting literally she would have sat her ass on the ground or requested a warm blanket for her ass (laughs) but it wasn't me sitting on it was y'all so i'd have an itchy ass in fucking august sweaty as fuck in a dress sitting on a stupid ass hay bale I'm getting a hay bale specially for you when I get married. I need one for Just one. Oh, God. Just if one. Mackenzie forgot that if I'm not of her maid of honor, she's not getting married. It doesn't matter. I'll get you one to sit on. Maid of honors are sitting. Can I stand? No. Hmm. I'll think about it. You can, but I have to shove straw in your underwear. <laughs> Mackenzie left with... Mackenzie actually probably did leave with straw in her underwear for the simple fact that she got more drunk than me <laughs> at my own wedding. Like... Shit faced, what's left and what's right. Literally. I can't see two feet in front of me. I Trash. was twerking, and anybody that knows me knows I do not fucking dance. Ever. Never. And I was literally twerking with one leg up on the keg at Brooke's fucking wedding. So, my ex husband, he has a cousin, and he was drinking Jack Fire like all night, Ugh. all night long. And Mackenzie's like, I'll take shots of anything Everclear, Rumplement, Fireball, Bring Jack it on, Fire. Baby. I'll take it all. So, he's like, Giving everyone shots of his um, Jack Daniels fire bullshit. And Mackenzie is just, like, loving it. And then the wedding, you know, the wedding ends or whatever. She leaves with our friend Whitney. She And first of all, the dude kept trying to hug me as we were leaving. <laughs> and I don't like to be fucking touched. Like, I don't want to hug. I don't. I'll just tell you bye and scoot on my way. And she kept calling him instead of, like, calling him by his name. He was referred to all night, even to his face as... The big guy with the spicy stuff. <laughs> hey, big guy with the spicy stuff. So she leaves with Whitney, um, and Whitney takes her by to the gas station in Windsor. She's like, hey, stop at the gas station. So they make it from Effingham to Windsor, and they went the country way. So they stop there, and Mackenzie is like, oh, I've got to pee. I've got to pee. She gets out of the car, and I really wish Whitney could tell this story. We need to phone her in next time Seriously. because she tells it the best. She was so mad at me. She was, like, holding my arm. You know, like, when you, like, get in trouble at the store and your mom, like, grabs your arm, like, gives you the bone <laughs> squeeze? Whitney was giving me the fucking bone squeeze into the gas station. Like, 
piggybacking her in. Mackenzie's like rolling her ankle. Didn't you end up like completely rolling it? I fell down and almost knocked one of the things down that holds up like the food at the gas station. It was teetering. And that's when Whitney grabbed me by the arm and I literally thought she was going to like whoop my ass in the fucking <laughs> gas station. So the next morning, Mackenzie wakes up and we have a group chat. I mean, we've had a group chat going with just me, her, and Whitney for like five years. years. And we get a text in the group chat, and she says, hey, guys, is this the big guy with the spicy stuff? Because he added me to Facebook. <laughs> she denied that. I'm sorry, big guy with the spicy stuff. If you're listening and you know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. But just she wasn't feeling it. No, I wasn't feeling it. Not even the slightest bit. So speaking of marriages, um, I actually had a divorce party. I got divorced, and about a year later, I decided that I was going to have a bash. So I rented this party bus and I got a bunch of my friends together. We got so many people that the bus was like over full. We had a pretty awesome bus driver. So we let all of them come on. So we get on this party bus and they are getting me like wasted. And I went, like I said, I went all out for this. I bought a brand new pair of white Converse. I got this shirt that was made that said divorced AF. So divorced as fuck. It was in glitter black writing. Okay. I had my friend take this badass picture of me. Like I was excited to celebrate and so we get on this bus, we start heading to bars, and we get to the first bar, we get to the second bar, we get to the third bar, and I'm, I mean, I'm pretty drunk, we all are. We get to the fourth bar, and we're waiting in line to get our drinks at the bar, and all of a sudden, this girl calls my mom a bitch, because she said my mom cut her in line. And my mom, if you know my mom, my mom's not confrontational at all. Like, she, my mom's scary when she's mad, but she, my mom doesn't go around looking for problems. My mom literally is happy all the time. So this girl calls her a bitch, and I'm telling you, I probably was halfway across the bar and heard this, and I whip my head around, and I'm like, what did you just say? And I'm telling you, this girl's probably older than my mother, and she's like, she was in my way, I was in line, I've been waiting for a while, and instead of being like, dude, it's just a drink, chill out, I was like, you don't fucking call my mom a bitch, and I went crazy, they removed me from the bar, God, I promise, I'm more fun. They removed, <laughs> I was going to want to go out with me. They removed me Everybody's from the bar. Everybody's going to run away from they us. They are. Uh, I'm psychotic. really fun. I'm not this crazy anymore, but it makes for good stories, right? So they, my friends get me out of the bar. We leave and we go to the next bar, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of that. It doesn't matter. What matters is we finally get to the parking lot where everyone's cars are and we're getting dropped off this party bus. The next thing you know, a brawl starts. And I'm not talking like a couple fights. Like out of nowhere, everyone is like fist fighting. They're leaning on the bus, punching each other. One of my friends is like on all fours crying for some reason. On top of that, the bus driver's like, what the fuck? We don't have all of our stuff on it. And he just drives away. <laughs> so people are like leading on this bus and he they fall. He drives away. My mom smacks a chick in the face. I was being crazy. And I'm like, what the hell? And then come to find out the next morning we get on Facebook and this chick on the bus broke her leg, like in the middle of the brawl, got hit and broke her leg. Like what an epic party bus, but damn, that sucks. Literally. And after being trashed and my poor neighbors, at the time I lived in an apartment and my poor neighbors, I had all these people over. We all get trashed. Everyone crashes at my house. We wake up the next morning and we all start doing shots again. It was so much fun. I don't want to condone divorce. It's not for everyone. For me, it was for me. Yeah. So I tend to recommend having a divorce party and I tend to recommend having a party bus and inviting me. But don't break your leg. Don't do that. And don't start a fight. I don't think that they actually appreciated that. I'm not even sure 
I don't even think there was a reason. I don't even know what the reason was. I just, Everybody I think. Everybody was this... drunk and stupid, I think. And that's just how it was. I think so. And the funniest part was, is probably, I don't know, six months ago, I was doing a client's hair. And they had mentioned about this girl that was on Brooke's party bus, the one that broke her leg. And apparently my client was the one that had to take her to the emergency room that night. And we literally just found out who it was like six months ago. And the party bus was when? Oh, God. Two. It was a while ago. And a half ago. years ago? Maybe maybe a year and a half ago. I think it was like a year and a half maybe ago. Maybe it was. It was. I mean, it was It was a little bit over a year because I shared it on Facebook not too long ago. Okay. So someone remembers that. That means it was epic. That's pretty funny. I wish I had all the video footage from that night. It would probably be spooky as fuck. I think we should hire someone. Anyone looking for a position to follow us around with a <laughs> camera and record our daily nights of going out... Please feel free to apply within. I really think that we should have an MTV show at this point. MTV? I think we would, yeah, seriously. If you're listening. If anybody listening. knows anyone, um, send them our way. Because I think after all this shit that both of us has been through, we should have at least some sort of compensation or be featured on the next episode of Shameless. Oh, I like that idea better. Can Shameless is seriously, oh my God, can you? We fit right in. Literally, we oh fit my right God. in. I'm seriously picturing Add it. Add in all of our filmy dynamics and we'd be fucking set. I think movie producing is our next, so stay tuned for our next movie. Whatever. So that's all the drunken stories that we have for you guys today. I hope that you guys seriously enjoyed it. We cannot thank you all enough for following us, supporting us. You have no idea how much it means to us. This is seriously just getting started. Like, we are in episode two. And we, me and Brooke both text literally 24-7 about this all day long. I obsessively check the app to see how many um, people have actually listened to our podcast. We just did not expect it to get this much, like, like, we did not expect this to be this much of a hit. Like, we seriously started off with, like, 20 listens to our podcast and went from, like, 20, and now we're at almost 300, and that seriously is so awesome to us. Only for the first episode to you guys, like... I know we say it a lot, but if you don't mind, like, please like, please share, please invite your friends that you think would like listening to us. I know that we're a shit show and a half, but I feel like everybody is. And that's what we all need to hear right now is, you know what? Like, we're all fucking hot messes. Hot mess expresses 24-7. And we are not ashamed to tell everyone how much not of a hot all. mess we are. We have some notes going to for some future episodes, and we've got one on fuckboys. And we had a long talk about it tonight, and I seriously cannot wait to tell you because I don't know if... Like, we had fuck boys, or I'm the fuck girl. Literally. It was a mess. I think we both went through a fucking stage at one point, and it's honestly, I hope we never have to do that again. It made for good stories. But not very good times. To share with all you wonderful people. <laughs> so stay tuned for our next episode. And come back next week for no judgment, no filters, and all the chaos. Today's fun fact is going to be your nostrils work one at a time. So think about it. You're trying it right now. You're trying to see if you can figure it out. You got to think about it. If you close one nostril, you can still breathe out of the other. Perfectly fine. It makes sense, right? Your nostrils work one at a time. So when you're at your next family event and someone needs to know a fun fact and you use my fun fact, yeah, you're going to thank me. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, guys.